Welcome to In Clear Terms with AARP California. Conversations on issues impacting Californians of all ages. Here's your host, Theon Gordon. Welcome to In Clear Terms with AARP California. Join us as we dive into issues and policies that impact Californians of all ages, particularly older adults, and learn how you can connect with AARP to make our state more livable for all. I am an AARP volunteer and your host, Dr. Theon Gordon. Today, we are joined by AARP California's Advocacy Director, Rafi Nazarians, and Advocacy Volunteer, Lee Broadway. During this episode, we will get to hear about the volunteer opportunities AARP offers that help make an impact in communities across the state. Rafi and Lee, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Gordon. Thank you so much. Great to be here. Well, before I dive in, I'd like to ask you both to introduce yourselves a bit more. Rafi, let's start with you. What's your role at AARP? Thank you, Dr. Gordon. It's great to be here with you and everyone today. My name is Rafi Nazarians. I'm the Advocacy Director for AARP California, and I lead our advocacy team, the team that goes to the state capitol and works on issues that are important to the 50-plus and their families. We meet with state assembly members, state senators, and we advocate on bills that are going through the legislature and that are important, like I said, to the 50 plus and their families. We also work around the state in our metro areas where we do local advocacy, and we work very closely with our colleagues in Washington, D.C. at AARP in working with California's congressional delegation. So I lead that team and I work with all of our wonderful advocacy volunteers that we're here to talk about today. Wonderful. That's a big job. And Lee, please introduce yourself. Thank you, Dr. Gordon. I appreciate the opportunity to share a little bit about how I serve with AARP. I've served with AARP approximately six years and I serve in two capacities. The first is a family caregiver advocate, and I also serve as a district liaison volunteer. As a caregiver advocate, I've had the privilege of going into my local Orange County, California community and sharing what we call prepare to care presentations. It helps the family caregivers prepare to become a caregiver. So we talk about the five steps of preparation to caregive, and how to be prepared for the unexpected, which is quite common when you become a caregiver. My second position is, as I said, a district liaison volunteer. I'm assigned to a congressional, senate, and assembly office here in Orange County, and we're basically boots on the ground. So we keep our legislators updated on current legislation impacting our older adult community. Wonderful, wonderful. You have a big job, too, as a volunteer. Across the state, AARP California volunteers have experience and expertise in countless disciplines, and every volunteer plays a part in advancing AARP California's goals. For example, there are volunteers that assist with community events and engaging in public education, and I volunteer to host this podcast. But today, we are going to focus on volunteers that focus on advocating 
on behalf of older adults. So Rafi, tell us more about how volunteers play a role in AARP's advocacy work. So volunteers play an incredibly big role in AARP California's advocacy work. At AARP California, we advocate to make sure that our state legislators and our local elected officials know what issues AARP members care the most about. We also work closely with our national office in representing AARP and ensuring that members of Congress who represent California residents know what issues are top priorities for older adults. AARP volunteers, as I said, are extremely important. They work in partnership with staff and other volunteers, and they're the most powerful voices and faces helping to achieve AARP's goals. In California, we have several advocacy teams, including our district liaison volunteers, our local advocacy volunteers, our volunteer policy advisors, and our capital response team. Okay. So there are several advocacy volunteer teams, and let's break them down. If you can break them down for us and tell us what the volunteers do in these different positions. So I think you said district liaisons, local advocacy teams, policy advisors, and capital response teams. Can you break those down? Sure, I'd be happy to. So let's start with our district liaison volunteers. These folks volunteer in their own communities and are the go-to constituents and points of contact for federal and state legislative offices in their respective districts. For example, they participate in our lobby days and meet with key legislators to discuss AARP-supported bills. We recently held a lobby day and volunteers met with their district offices to discuss AARP's 2023 legislative priorities, such as nursing home reform, improving California's housing crisis and transportation, amongst several others. Our district liaison volunteers deliver the AARP message points to ensure lawmakers have critical information before votes are held on the floor of the legislature. And Lee here is one of our top district liaison volunteers. Rafi, do the district liaison volunteers actually go in and volunteer with Congress or with the state legislature? They meet regularly with their state legislators and their members of Congress. So they're each assigned to a district. And depending on what district you are, you'll meet with the members representing that district and the members' staffs on a regular basis. And when we have lobby days, the DLVs, the district liaison volunteers, will be the points of contact to those offices. Okay. Local advocacy teams. Yep. Local advocacy teams. So we also have local volunteer advocacy teams in Los Angeles, San Jose, Sacramento, and San Diego. These folks meet with their council members and build relationships with local decision makers who have a direct impact on AARP's livable communities' priorities, including housing, transportation, caregiving, et cetera. All right. And then policy advisors? Yes. So our volunteer policy advisors, these folks work really closely with me. It's a group of volunteers who have extensive professional backgrounds in many areas, such as healthcare, housing, financial services. The policy advisors work with me and our advocacy staff 
and they provide detailed bill analyses, which then informs AARP's position on a bill. So if a member of the legislature comes to us and says, can you please take a look at one of the bills that I have authored? Depending on the subject of the bill, we'll assign it to one of our volunteer policy advisors who will then look at it and compare it to the AARP policy book to make sure that we have policy on it. They do a very detailed analysis, and then we put it through our process of deciding whether we're going to support, oppose, or stay neutral on a bill. That's what the policy advisors do. Oh, wow. That sounds like a lot of work there, too. And then the fourth one I think you talked about was capital response teams. Yes. So the capital response team, these folks are based in Sacramento. And what they do is they provide testimony at hearings at the state capitol. They meet with members and staff in their Sacramento offices, and they monitor bills as they progress through the legislative cycle. So for example, if AARP California takes a support position on several bills, as these bills move through the committee process, our capital response team will show up to hearings. Sometimes they'll provide testimony. Other times they'll provide what we call a Me Too, which is to say AARP California supports a certain bill. And they follow it all the way through both houses of the legislature until a bill moves fully through. Okay. Well, Rafi, that is quite a lot of work that volunteers have an opportunity to do. I love that you have different teams And Lee, it sounds like you are an AARP district liaison volunteer and you volunteer with AARP in other ways, too. Can you tell us what activities or any of the initiatives that you're working on? Yes. Thank you, Dr. Gordon. We'd love to share a little bit about what we're meeting about with our legislators. Right now, we're talking to them, the federal member of Congress, about protecting the Social Security and Medicare fund. We want to make sure that those continue to be in place for older adults into the future. So we're having those conversations and really getting their buy-in to be a voice for their older adult constituents about the importance of protecting Medicare and Social Security. As we can see, volunteers connect with the things that they can be passionate about. And you had stories and experiences that led you to actually work with caregivers. And I'm so happy that you were able to work on that. Now, are there other activities that you work on as well outside of some of the advocacy things that you've done? What are some of the other activities or ways that volunteers can get involved? Well, I'm so glad you asked. A volunteer in their local community is very powerful because if you live here, work here, it develops a sense of community and it gives you a sense of purpose when you're meeting the needs of people that are in front of you on a daily basis. And a particular initiative and activity that I'm focusing on right now is bringing free family caregiver resources into our local Orange County community. By family resources, I'm referring to unpaid family caregivers, those who have an elderly parent or a special needs child, or perhaps they're a wife caring for a wounded warrior, someone that has served in the armed forces. We want to make sure that they have all the resources they need and are fully educated and fully informed about where to find those resources, you know, how to access those resources and work through the process of getting the free family caregiver resources that they need. And right now, my church, Saddleback Church of Lake Forest, California and AARP of California have decided to come together and help 
provide those free family caregiver resources into the Orange County community. Saddleback has something called the Peace Center, where we provide various types of free resources to the Orange County community. I felt that there was a need to bring free family caregiver resources to my local community, having lived here since 1967 and having experienced what it means and what it feels like to be a working caregiver, the challenges, the difficulties. And I wanted to do something to help folks who are coming along that same path that I experienced for 14 consecutive years. Wow. Well, you certainly did get involved. And what a great example of how the local advocacy team works right within the community that people can get involved in their very own communities. And also thanks for that work as a district liaison volunteer. That was another great example of the work that you're working on. Rafi, what are some of the policy advisors and capital response teams focusing on right now? Can you give us some insight on what they're doing and in different ways that maybe volunteers can be assisting? So California's legislative session started just a few months ago and with a record number of new members who were just sworn in. And as of this recording, they've all introduced nearly 3,000 bills. So it's a lot of bills that have been introduced. (laughs) So what the policy advisors are currently doing right now is they're focusing on bills that align with AARP policy and they're doing bill analyses. So for example, if a bill author comes to us and says, we want AARP support on this, or if we're doing our search and we find bills that align with AARP policy and issues that we are really passionate and care about and work on. We work with our policy advisors and they look at each bill individually and provide policy analysis that tells us exactly what the bill does, what direction it's going to take the state in and so on and so forth. And so they work really hard on providing those analyses for us. The capital response team currently is monitoring the progress of the bills that AARP has taken a position on this year. They meet with members, their staff, partner organizations to get intel on what bills are looking like as far as their progress is concerned. And they provide testimony on AARP's behalf at legislative hearings. In fact, a couple of our capital response team members this year have already been asked to provide primary testimony by bill authors. So that's when the bill authors go before the committee of jurisdiction and they present their bill. And AARP capital response team members have provided primary testimony about why those bills are important and why we support that particular legislator's efforts on those bills. So it's a really busy time of year right now for both of our volunteer policy advisors and our capital response team. They are working really hard. Wow. Now, each of these areas of volunteerism that you've just spoke on sound like they're very important in terms of supporting and advocating for the 50-plus community. What type of skills would you say that you need for someone to volunteer, to actually speak before the representatives and things like that? Do you need special skills to volunteer for advocacy initiatives? 
That is a great question, Dion. And, you know, it depends on which group you want to volunteer with. So, for example, our volunteer policy advisors, you need to have a background in the types of bills that you're going to analyze. So, for example, if you're going to be looking at housing bills, we have folks who've had careers as housing developers or folks working on affordable housing, et cetera. For our capital response team, our DLVs, I think the most important thing is to really have a passion and a curiosity about things that affect California, that affect local neighborhoods, and to be really interested and want to be involved in affecting what happens in our state and in our communities. So lots of our folks, like our district liaison volunteers, they focus a lot on what's happening in their particular part of the state. Our local advocacy volunteers, they focus on Los Angeles, San Diego, San Jose, and Sacramento. And then our capital response team, they're really interested in developing relationships and providing testimony and meeting and talking to folks at the state capitol. So advocacy volunteers are really diverse. And I think people can find any different parts of that that really interests them and that they can be involved in. So depending on your background, your personality, the type of things you like to do, you can definitely find a part in advocacy volunteering that is a good fit. Great. Lee, what type of skills did you bring to the table to do all of the leadership things that you did? Thank you for asking, Dr. Gordon. I have an extensive background in finance, but also volunteering in my local community with other nonprofit organizations over the years in various capacities. My parents instilled a sense of love for those around you and the importance of giving back the love and making sure that if you see someone in need, we were taught to reach out. So it's a bit natural for me to find and be gravitate towards an opportunity where I can serve people that are right in front of me. I not only have banking experience, I've done a lot of public speaking in various venues over the years. And I think the most important aspect is really having a heart for people. And of course, if you have a similar experience as I have with my caregiving, it was a natural fit for me to step out and want to share the resources with folks who are experiencing the difficulties of family caregiving scenarios. I didn't even think a second about it. I'd actually been looking for an opportunity to serve with ARP, and I received an email from them in 2016 asking me to become a volunteer. So it was serendipitous, I believe, that we uh, came together for a common cause. But I think really the most important thing is just having a heart for people, a passion for a particular thing and finding an outlet for that passion so that you can create a better environment where you live. Well, AARP absolutely allows us to do that. And again, we thank you for your service. Now, AARP works on so many different initiatives. Rafi, how does AARP California decide what to advocate on? And do they take suggestions from volunteers at all? So AARP's public policies they serve as a foundation for our work here in California. 
And every two years, AARP publishes its policy book to inform people of where we stand. So if you're interested in AARP policies, you can check out our policy book online at policybook.aarp.org. And the policy book is our guide as we look at proposed legislation in California. And recording this podcast is very timely because the brand new policy book was just unveiled this week. So if you all go online again at policybook.aarp.org, you'll see our new policies that have just been put in place. So how do volunteers work on the policy book? AARP volunteers from all around the country, they're a critical component for our policy development process. So every two years when we're working on refreshing the policy book, volunteers are contacted and they provide feedback during the process and they share their knowledge and experience on policy topics. So when our folks are developing the policy book, they definitely reach out to volunteers and they take into account suggestions for policies that volunteers from all around the country and here in California make. Our California volunteers submitted a lot of different policy suggestions and some of them are in the brand new policy book. So I would encourage folks to go ahead and take a look at it and it'll show the breadth and depth of policies that AARP works on. Wow, that sounds like a great way to start getting involved and to learn about what advocacy means for AARP and what it means for our state. But if someone doesn't have advocacy experience, Taking a look at the policy book is one thing, but are there any trainings or resources that can help volunteers be better prepared to participate in advocacy? And, you know, the policy book, it's all online now. But let me say, when we used to publish it, it was like the size of a dictionary. So <laughs> I would encourage people to look at the policy book and you can search areas that you're interested in. You, you don't have to look at the whole thing, obviously, but it will give you a good idea of what policies AARP does advocate on. But if there are folks who don't have advocacy experience, we absolutely do have trainings. So for example, for our district liaison volunteers, we have a monthly meeting where we talk about what some areas that we're advocating are on that particular month. We'll give them the background of why we're advocating on a given issue, what some talking points are that they can use to reach out to their legislators to talk about. And we have a back and forth with them so that there's a real understanding of why we're doing what we're doing and how to talk to elected officials. For our capital response team and for our volunteer policy advisors, we also meet regularly to talk in depth about policy, to talk in depth about the bills that AARP California has taken positions on, where they are in the process. So we absolutely do provide trainings. And then periodically we bring in experts in the various areas and issues that AARP works on to talk to our volunteers and to share their expertise. So absolutely, there's lots of resources 
and trainings that really help our volunteers get better prepared and understand the issues that we're working on. Well, thank you for that. And Rafi, I will say to our audience, because we like things in clear terms, the trainings are very clear. I actually had an opportunity to hear you teach us on some advocacy ideas just yesterday, I think it was, on housing. And very clear, very to the point in terms of what the issues are. So I really appreciate that. And I appreciate AARP helping to make our resources in clear terms. So thank you for that. Absolutely. So great to hear that. We definitely try to be clear on all of that. So Lee, how important has it been for you to be involved in the community? And did you have strong advocacy experience when you first started volunteering with AARP? I wouldn't necessarily say I had advocacy experience. What I had was personal experience. And I walked through a situation And I knew that I couldn't be the only person experiencing the difficulties of caregiving. And I think that created a passion in me to see other people navigate that difficult caregiving journey more successfully than I. And I believe that's what drove me to want to volunteer with AARP and be able to get in front of decision makers, our legislators, who could effect change so that we don't self-perpetuate the outcomes of caregiving when we don't have the proper resources. Well, that's great. Again, connecting your own experience. What would you tell listeners who may be interested in volunteering, Lee? Why would you encourage them to get involved and just share a little bit about that? I think sometimes we hear people complain about a particular situation or a piece of legislation that they feel they have no power to impact So the the best way to do something is to be the solution. And to be the solution means stepping out, perhaps in an area where you may be a little uncomfortable, where you don't necessarily have all the experience you need, but really change can come when one person makes a decision to do something outside of their comfort zone. So I would encourage people that have a desire to see change in their own local communities to take a step of faith. I'm a person of prayer. I pray about everything before I make a decision and then step out and take action. Step up and volunteer and learn as you go. You don't have to have all your ducks lined up. You don't have to be an expert in all of the legislation that's being written and discussed. You can learn as you go. I've learned a lot of information, a lot of techniques, and learned about how to present myself and the particular scenarios in regards to what's important to me by taking the classes. I've learned to just be the solution and be available. Really, all you have to be is willing and available. And when you take those steps of faith, that the opportunities will open up And you will be able to see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel if you're just willing to maybe navigate into an area where you've never gone before and be fearless. You have to have a passion to do that. I love that. Have that passion. Take a step into some unknown and then do what you love in wanting to do it. Rafi, what would you say to the audience in terms of if they're interested So I would say if you're really interested in the direction of our state, the direction of your local communities, 
and you're curious and interested in public policy, you don't have to know everything about it. But if you're just interested in making a difference and being involved with an organization like AARP that does advocacy so well, I would encourage folks to volunteer, to take that first step. And again, you don't have to know all the answers. You don't have to have a lot of background in things. We'll provide trainings. It's just a lot of fun too, right? Because when you see a bill go through the whole process, become law, and then become implemented, you can kind of say, you know, I had a part in that in working on advocacy, either on the state level, on the local level. We have a lot of fun. I think Lee can tell you that as well. We do some serious work, but we definitely do have a lot of fun working on this. So I would just say if you are curious, interested, and really want to help change the direction of things and make a difference in your community, in your state, advocacy volunteering is the way to go for you. Lee Rafi mentioned you have a lot of fun. What's been one of your favorite experiences so far as a volunteer? I've had several, Dr. Gordon. One of them was uh, going to Sacramento, the state capitol, and uh, it was an advocacy day. And that was a lot of fun. I met a lot of my counterparts that I only see on Zoom. And we were able to go to the state capitol and have meetings in some cases with the legislators and have that direct impact. So that was a lot of fun. And as a caregiver advocate, obviously working with ARP and partnering with them with my church to have that change, direct impact in our local community here in Orange County, California, has been amazing to see the faces of people who finally have the answers and can get their hands on information when they didn't know the questions to ask or where to go to acquire that information and being able to provide solutions for that particular situation is very exciting for me and a lot of fun and very rewarding to see the light in their eyes when they finally realize somebody cares about what they're going through. All right. Those are great experiences. And I can only imagine having fun with either of them because you get to see some great outcomes. So there are people who don't necessarily get out as much, can't go to Sacramento. Rafi, I heard that AARP California also depends on e-activists to mobilize legislation. Can you tell us more about AARP's e-activists and how they help? Absolutely, Dr. Gordon. So if you want to volunteer from the comfort of your own home, you should consider becoming an e-activist. They are virtual activists. An e-activist helps advance our causes digitally. Anyone can sign up, whether you are a member or not. If you have interest in supporting causes that impact the 50 plus and their families, you can sign up to receive key alerts by email or mobile about issues impacting older adults across the country and in California. An example, when we have an important piece of legislation we are fighting for, we send an alert to our e-activists to get in touch with their local representatives by phone or email to ensure that their voices are heard. The system we have makes it super easy for anyone to get in contact with their representative. That sounds great. So how do we get involved and how do we make a difference digitally from the comfort of our homes? Meaning. In clear terms, how do we sign up? So in clear terms, you go to aarp.org forward slash 
get involved. And I'll also be sure to share a link with you to include in the show notes. Wonderful. So that's aarp.org forward slash get involved. aarp.org forward slash get involved. That's a message. That's a message right there, an action message. Rafi and Lee, thank you so much for joining us on In Clear Terms with AARP California. It is absolutely remarkable to hear how volunteers have the power to make an impact in their own communities. Actually being side by side, speaking with representatives on issues that matter to them and that matter to Californians across our great state. Thank you, thank you for coming out today. Thank you, Dr. Gordon. It's been a privilege. Thank you so much, Dr. Gordon, and thank you, Lee. We have a lot of fun with our advocacy volunteers and make a difference. So thanks for having me here to talk about this today. Rafi and Lee, thank you for joining us on In Clear Terms with AARP California. It is remarkable to hear how volunteers have the power to make an impact in their own communities. They are side by side, speaking with representatives on issues that matter to them. Again, we've had the pleasure of speaking with Rafi Nazarians and Lee Broadway on volunteering. Remember, if you are interested in becoming an advocacy volunteer, email caaarp at aarp.org. And to sign up to receive advocacy alerts, visit aarp.org forward slash get involved. In future episodes, we look forward to hosting experts who can shed light on critical issues in our state, how AARP California is working to ensure the voice of those ages 50 plus is heard, and how you, our listeners, can learn more and act on these important decisions. Thank you for listening. Thank you.